0: Welcome back, folks. It's a Tuesday Lockdown Chiefs, part of the Lockdown Network. We're brought to you today by rockauto.com. Check them out. And we appreciate you making us your first listen. We do have a ton to touch on. A couple of updates from players that weren't on the field this last weekend. A couple of guys you hope to get back and could really help out in some situations. We're going to go over the snap counts, who performed, who didn't, and get into what is going on with this defense. Welcome to Lockdown Chiefs.
1: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs Podcast.
0: Hey, hey. Howdy, howdy. Oh.
1: You know, for a win, I just I don't feel like I'm as excited as I should be. <laughs> you don't say. Um, and I don't know if it's because the defense just can't seem to get out of their own way or, or what it is, but um, just feels weird to have a, a Tuesday episode and not excited about a win when, especially when Mahomes threw through for five touchdowns. Right. And I think
0: it was kind of like creeped up on me. Um, I knew it was happening, but you take a, a step back and you go look at that and it's like, okay, back on track. Yes. He still threw an interception that I think he, he should have had control to pull down and not do, but a market improvement obviously in the turnover game and and that's the thing that had been costing them so I think we should be pretty happy about this um at the end of the day you can't I don't think you can flip any team all the way back around in one game sometimes maybe if something's just truly broken and you get that corrected possibly but this one feels like a bunch of small mistakes that they're starting to get going in the right direction
1: and I would agree with that uh the issue is is can you continue to get it going in the right direction, especially when you are getting ready to go up against a team that is really good in the Buffalo bills. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a huge test for Kansas city on Sunday night. And I hate saying this because it's so early in the season, but a loss is really going to set them back at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, and whoever it is, um, I I was on the radio in in Buffalo here today and uh, a lot of question about, can the bills really keep up and, from everything that i see i certainly am not confident that it's going to be anything resembling a blowout or anything like that so like whoever does put up this game and come away with an l is going to put themselves in a hole that not only is going to hurt i mean yes you get a, a, an extra game this year so maybe that doesn't like it's not quite as important as as a loss in a 16 game season right mm-hmm. but i think you're going to see this team again this this is a, a prelude in my opinion
1: could be. And you also look at it and you are looking at a situation where if Kansas City loses, you're in a situation where you're going to have a loss to Buffalo. You're going to have a loss to the Chargers and you're going to have a loss to the Baltimore Ravens, all three teams that you could be fighting for playoff positioning with. And that is really going to hurt. Yeah. Chargers, they at least get one more chance. So I expect Kansas City to come back and probably get a win. Uh, we'll see if they can play better. Um I think they have the ability to beat the Chargers. I think they have the ability to beat the Bills. But the Bills are the only team in the NFL right now that has two shutouts in the first four weeks.
0: Yeah. I mean, that in this league, anytime you get that, that's impressive. And yep. Just got an update here, folks. Uh, some news coming out that it looks like on the defensive side, they will be getting back to full strength. It looks like Ben Neiman is out of the concussion protocol. So a player that has played a lot of snaps for this team that they lost this last game. Uh, we're going to talk in depth about the position and who's coming back to the defense possibly here in coming up later in the show. But for now, Neiman's played a lot of snaps for them. I think Sorensen played, I think, one special team snap for them this last weekend. So those two guys, two guys that we have, quite frankly, some legitimate concerns about, they're both playing a lot on the defensive side and, and extruding the special teams. That's got to change if they're going to improve.
1: Yeah, it does, and you have to think that it's, you know playing a couple of different guys would be beneficial. Uh, but it's going to be a question whether or not Kinsley will go that direction. Uh, Thornhill has been healthy, so at this point, it's uh, just a big question as to why he's not playing. Uh, we don't know, and, and we probably may never know at this point. Uh, but then you also look at the you know looking at the linebacker level. It sounds like Willie Gay could return this week, and if he does. That'll really help the linebacker group because one of the things they need desperately is speed. But who are they taking off the field to play him? My hope is that it's Neiman, but I'm afraid that it's going to be Bolton. And then we're going
0: to have to get deep into that here later in the show because that's the conundrum, right? Is who comes off. And we have some information. Obviously, we have Snapcats and we have grades from PFF. But grades from PFF are subjective at best is a nice way to put it. That's a good way to put it. I mean, I will say this. You touched on it. Um, Juan Thornhill went up from 19 to 31 snaps in this last game. I feel like that's not out of the doghouse or whatever it was that was keeping him off the field, but it's starting to creep back. Uh, and so that, I feel, is encouraging. I think he ended up having five tackles. Yeah. Uh, or, I'm sorry, he, he was sent three tackles yeah I can't read lines are troublesome for me today uh but there's a lot can't of things. read can't type I mean whatever. no I mean yeah It's right I'm language challenged is what we're going to call it but um but there are plenty of other takeaways we're going to get into the stats who did what and uh quite frankly we're going to talk some offense but Offense wasn't the problem yet again. So we're going to get into that. But first, I want to tell you about what is the easiest way for you guys to get all of your lines read out correctly, and that is by placing some money on the line at BetOnline.ag, your best and number one spot for playing your pro and college action whenever you want to. You can go over their new website and check that out for odds, props, and contests. Some new wrinkles in there, and they have everything. They're the number one source for everything football that you want to get at. Head over to that website. You get a 50% bonus welcome starting this week. It was a little bit higher last week, but this week you get 50%. But you got to use the promo code locked on to get that bonus. You can bet on the other sports, but you can do prop bets. You can do outcomes. You can do stat bets on football. And we all know that's what we're all looking for. So I think you should do that. Again, that code is locked on to get that 50% welcome bonus over there at our friends, betonline.ag, where the game starts. Where it ends is when. Hopefully, I make the right decisions. We'll talk about that in a whole other segment. But um, we have a ton really? to talk about on the defense. Should we Should we look at the offense?
1: I don't care which we talk about. I think I kind of want to talk about offense. But I do want to get these out there. And I want to get them out before I forget. Uh, Matt Derrick did a great job putting these together last night. And I retweeted them, I believe, through the first 50 NFL games. Mahomes has 128 touchdowns. More than 14 more than Dan Marino. And Dan Marino is number two. Patrick Mahomes is also number one in passing yards and he is over a thousand yards higher than Matt Stafford at 14,331 and Mahomes has 15,370. The only big stat that Mahomes doesn't find himself in when it comes to the first 50 games is number of wins Uh, or quickest to 50 or quickest to 40 wins. I think it was 40 wins uh, was 45 by some other player and it took Patrick 50. So, Uh, How dare he? Yeah. (laughs) Well, say what you want. Those are phenomenal stats. And he's obviously going to be rewriting the record books uh, in some way, shape, or form. I'm not going to say he's going to break the touchdown record or the uh, passing yards record, but if he plays long enough, who knows? Yeah, you never Uh, know. And I should say, just because it is news in the NFL, Tom Brady did break the passing record against his old team in New England. That's kind of fitting, I think. Um, I, was re- I was yep, I was really rooting for Nick Folk at the very end of the game.
0: <laughs> of course you were.
1: <laughs> Didn't work out, but is no. what it is. But you know, you look at that situation, would they gave Brady what almost that he would have had almost fifty seconds left. I mean, that's plenty of time to get back down at field goal like range, so don't know that it would have mattered. But uh True. anyway, onto this Chiefs game in this Chiefs team. Do you want to talk offense or do you want to talk defense?
0: I want to look at the offense because, like you said, Mahomes is special and to the point that I think we've seen it this season. Like they've been tooling along, trying to make what they felt would work, especially with the wide receiver three position, um, experimenting with the three tight ends, like making some changes and obviously a rebuild offensive line. And
1: And it has come. Just want to throw out props to our buddy Jody Fortson for his blocking because they're running behind him blocking now
0: and that is significant. Remember what our big question was or what yep. not my question, but a lot of people had the question can he do yep. it? Yeah. Well, evidently. I yes. just wanted to point I just wanted
1: to point out cuz I was really impressed to see him actually run right behind one of his blocks yesterday. Actually, I think it happened multiple times, but
0: but that one just before the touchdown was impressive, mm-hmm. and that's that stands out in my mind as well. But what we've seen to this point is Patrick being Patrick and bailing them out of situations. The turnover is what negated that. So on a day when they ran for nearly as much carries as they did attempts, Patrick still shined with five touchdowns. And I think going forward, I think that is a way to help him not be in a position that he has to continually bail out the offense. I like what we saw, obviously, from Fortson. Noah Gray, I think it was a tough catch that maybe he should have still made. I could give them a 50-50 of that. I'm not going to hold it against him too much. Um, But the rookie's getting in position. He's been slowly, steadily getting on the field more. And I'm really liking where they're going with these three tight end sets. Maybe they'll even get back to the four tight end (laughs) sets.
1: yeah that'll be very entertaining i would not be shocked if they bring it out against the buffalo bills just because you have to know the need to Read's going to have something special for this game yeah i mean so you know the, that
0: butt whooping from last year he's got to have something in his pocket right
1: <laughs> uh, you would think and, and and you start looking at how this team is playing and the question and i know we're going to talk about defense later and that's fine but the question really isn't on offense anymore it is on defense and Whereas the first couple of losses that Kansas City had, the two losses that they did have, I did question the offense at times because when you're turning the ball over as much as you are, you simply cannot have a bad defense. And Kansas City's always, at least lately, had a bad defense. So that's been a problem. But you look at what Mahomes was able to do yesterday. He still took chances. He still threw the ball down the field at times when they allowed him to. And he was successful doing it. Uh, yes, you wish that he would get the you know interception back, uh, but obviously that's not going to happen. I do wonder – oh, that was the other stat that Holmes let in is lowest interceptions in 50 games. That's impressive.
0: I mean, that might be the most impressive to tell you the truth. Uh,
1: right, And because what was our main concern when he came out of college? TD to interception ratio over and over and over, mm-hmm. right? We always talked about it, and it hasn't been an issue. So – I think that that's a very positive sign. I do think that uh, he's obviously probably on the line for a lot more interceptions this year than he has been. Yeah, you like that? I do, I do. I <laughs> dropped that in there because I knew <laughs> you would enjoy that. I'm sure nobody else that's listening is enjoying our, our references to the internship, which was on TV this weekend.
0: Yeah, if you happen to right, have HBO, they're running it this weekend, so check it out. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> on the line. <laughs> yes.
0: I don't know who's who in that scenario, but we'll have to figure that one out. Um, (laughs) It comes down to what was a pretty rough start because of the turnover situation. I think if it hadn't been for those, we see maybe some incremental development here, but I don't think we would have seen the dedication to the run last week. And I don't know that we would have seen Jody flourishing, but the the bigger tight end, the more numerous tight end looks flourishing quite yet. I think – This may have rushed what was the season plan to kind of hold that stuff back for the latter half and hit somebody with something new. But it seems like they've had to move the timetable up. At least that's the way I'm reading it.
1: Well, and this is kind of what I want to talk about when we start talking about the offense. I think what you're looking at right now is you're looking at a situation where Kansas City's offensive line is playing very well. Uh, That was a fantastic defensive front they played. And Mm -hmm. if you don't think so, I don't know what to tell you, but the Eagles have a fantastic defensive front. Uh, Fletcher Cox and Jade. Mr. Javon Hargrave,
0: Javon Hargrave, yep,
1: Javon Hargrave. Thank you. I knew I was going to mess that up. Um, they play; they're fantastic at defensive tackle. They've been two of the top probably ten defensive tackles in the league, and I would say probably you are both close to top five. Um, so that's saying a lot. And Kansas City didn't really have a lot of problems with them yesterday. Yes, they did. Uh, you know, get involved in the game at different times, but for going up against three rookies. And going up against a offensive line still doesn't have their continuity figured out. I thought they played really well. And you start looking at running the ball going forward, I think that's going to be something that they can build on. And I do think that the pass blocking is getting there. It's not there yet, right? but I think it's getting there.
0: Well, and I'll say this. Everybody made a huge deal of Creed finally gave up a sack. he It's also the only pressure he gave up all day. It was one play. So the fact that he's been that consistent this time. This against, point, against one of
1: the most elite defensive tackles in the NFL.
0: Right. I mean, it's not an Aaron Donald, but it's the next best thing, right? So right. I, I'm very encouraged by that. And I thought Trey Smith played really well. I thought his idiosyncrasies being like the, the nasty kind of run blocker, I thought that played into, but I thought he did a good job on his pass block as well. Um, I don't believe, I'm going to double check right now, neither he or Joe Tooney gave up for pressure. Uh, You can't say that about Orlando or or Lucas. Obviously, the tackles had more trouble, but if when you have a a guy like Creed that's playing so well, and you have both the guards, that interior three that for the last three seasons has been the big question mark, the big problem, the thing that you have to compensate for is now the strength of this unit.
1: Yep, and Smith is looking like a steal, an absolute freaking steal. Yeah, Uh, you know, and I'll be the first to admit both of us were on the fence on whether or not he'd even play very much this year yeah or and now he's starting and now he's I'll even say I think playing it close to a pro level uh, I just okay. I think he's I think he's impressive well <laughs> I, yes he's giving up he's giving up different pressures yes he's had trouble with that at times but he is moving people off the ball and in probably his toughest contest this week this year not to allow a single pressure and to still be the road grader that he was in the running game, I think that's phenomenal.
0: Well, and here's my big takeaway, and and I'll leave it at this. I know everybody gets tired of hearing me talk about the running game, but the running game helps people, and it's helped them a lot this season. They gained the most yardage on the ground running in the A-gap between Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith this weekend. That says it all. And I know you guys are going to say I'm throwing Orlando Brown under the bus. I'm not. He's just not performing yet. We told you it's going to take some break-in time. He's not up to that standard that the guards are playing at right now because he has the best athlete coming at him every single week, and that's not going to go away until he settles into this offense. He is the biggest piece. He's the biggest part of this offensive line. They had to go get him, just like when you need parts, you need to go to rockauto.com and get your parts. That's the way that you get it done. They have everything, and they're not a brick-and-mortar store, so they make your life easier. They save you time and money up to 100%. And that goes a long way. RockAuto.com is a family business and they've been doing it for 20 years. And they do not care if you're a professional or if you're a hobbyist or you're somebody who happened to break a taillight against a pine tree a couple weekends ago. they'll, They'll help you out and they'll give you what you need on the biggest website for parts that you don't have to make sure. Or in stock anywhere it makes life easy so go check out rockauto.com they have a little box there that says how did you hear about us if you would put it locked in locked on for us in that box that would help us out and i think you guys really enjoy it they have everything that you need amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car is ever going to need check out rockauto.com so now we get over to the sadness and you know for me in particular you know i like to talk defense this is a frustrating year.
1: Are you sure we got to get to the sadness?
0: We have to, because it <laughs> might change soon.
1: That's a big question. And it's something that we're going to have to definitely keep an eye on. Uh, and they have a huge test coming up this week. If they can figure things out against the Bills, I think they're going to be in great shape going forward. This would be a fantastic week to get Willie Gay back.
0: Yeah, and that that's the big thing. And people are going to say, at least I can I can hear it in my ears already, Willie's just one player. He can't make that big of a difference. Well, here's the thing. Willie has the best take-on of all of this linebacker crew. He has the most survivability in contact with guards, and that's what it comes down to. Because you saw, I think it was 14 carries a piece last week for Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. They're going to run at them. Yes, Josh Allen. I, I think this is one of the premier quarterback matchups for the next five or eight years mm-hmm. is Mahomes, Allen, and Herbert. And to see them in in subsequent weeks, three you know three weeks running, I, I think that's intriguing. But they both need the help, and they both get a little bit of help. Josh usually gets a little bit more run help than Patrick does. That's going to be consistent. And if Willie can get on the field, I think it gives him a chance to make that offense a little bit more, more one dimensional and play into what Spags and his crew wants and is best at doing
1: but it's not just Willie like Willie would really help. And Willie would really help against, you know, the running backs out of the backfield and the tight ends covering those guys. Cause I do think that's going to be partially his responsibility as well. Uh, and that's something that Bolton is struggling with right now. But I think the other thing that would really help is getting Shavarius Ward back, getting Frank Clark back, uh, say what you want. And Rashad Fenton too, for that matter, say what you want about those guys. But they're valuable pieces of this defense. And I know people are, are very, uh, I don't know, opinionated on Clark and I get it, Uh Uh, but he is still probably at least their number two pass rusher. I, I I can't think of, I can't think John Reed is better than Frank Clark. Maybe this season he has been so far, but I just don't think Clark has been healthy. And If he can get healthy, that's going to be a huge help going into this game. But then you also talk about Shavarius Ward coming back. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Baker's played okay, but uh, Hughes has had trouble, and Mm -hmm. Ward is extremely feisty, so I think that could really help as well.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, especially because in close contact when you can play man, maybe not press man because they don't do that enough in my opinion. They need to get on and jam at the line more, Mm -hmm. but – in contact ward i think is is better equipped to deal with some of the size of receivers that they've seen to this point and certainly Diggs is going to be another one coming up but i think it's funny because i think pff graded hughes above Legarius, which doesn't make any sense to me uh, but at the same time you got to have the whole crew there right and and being without fenton and ward i think has been a significant like pressure on those guys And even though I thought Ward struggled at times, he also had a couple of nice plays. I think Baker played solid. And so, like, your worst-case scenario of losing two of your top three – and I I know you guys that Hughes is a starter, but I still think Fenton is probably the better of the two overall in this defense – But you were down to four and five. You had to elevate Boodle just in case, right? Mm -hmm. That's significant reps early that I think will help this defense overall. And if they do get Ward back, hopefully they get Fenton back as well. I I feel like they're in good shape to defend and and take this Eagles game and take it a step forward versus the Bills.
1: And that'd be a huge step forward for this defense. And I hope that they're able to do that. It's just going to be a big question as to how it's going to play out because just getting all these people back and getting to where you feel like you're healthy as a defense – it doesn't seem to address what I think has been the biggest issue to me. And the biggest issue to me is that the lack of, I hate to say this, but the lack of heart and the lack of tackling, it doesn't, I don't see it on the defense. And that's a big problem. Playing defense is almost all about want, want to, it's about wanting to impose your will on somebody else. And I haven't seen enough of that from the chiefs defense. Uh, And part of that is on Spags because a lot of what he's been calling has been sitting back, but that's also on the defensive players themselves.
0: It is. And they have to take it upon themselves to elevate now because no offense against the Eagles. Eagles offensive line was not prepared. You know, you had Chris Jones with seven pressures, the leader amongst this team, as he should be. Mike Dana and Alex Okafort both brought in five pressures total. And obviously Dana with the double sack day. That's nice for him. He's had a nice, I wouldn't say dramatic, but a nice uphill incline that he's getting better all the time. Okay, they have to take that. compared point. to what they should have had.
1: That, Fair enough. The, the Eagles offensive line was missing four of their
0: starters from the season. I, I agree. I mean, according to PFF, they came away with 40 total pressures. I think that's a little bit high. But, you know, those three, then Ben Neiman, LeJerry Sneed, and Tashaun Warden all chipped in with three uh, – and Jaron Reed chipped in with three more. So that's a start. Can they take that and move it forward against a better unit against the Bills? They have to. And maybe Clark can help that if he's back. If he's not, we're getting into the region where whether it's because of health or not, this pass rush has to get better. And if it's not with Frank Clark, then it's not going to be with Frank Clark next season either.
1: Well, I don't think that there's any way and I really hate getting into this. I don't think there's any way Clark or Hitchens are on this defense next year. Uh, you know, I, I had a lot of people asking me about why Bolton is playing and, and how we're getting so little from our linebacking core. And my first thought is, is, okay, well you have a second round pick that is out with injury, which, you know, that sucks. Um, you also have a, a guy that is playing as a second round pick that I think is playing out of position because I don't think he's built to play where they haven't playing. Uh, he's built to play where Hitchens is playing, mm-hmm. but that's not going to happen this season. So at that point, you know, that's what you're getting. And, yeah, I do think that they spent too high of a draft pick on DoD because it's great to have great special teams players, but they need defense that can actually help them.
0: Yeah. And and nothing against those people that are posting it on social media whatever. DoD had two good snaps. Well done. He did his job. He was a shadow. Uh, he, he spied the quarterback like he, we've seen him do in the past against Deshaun Watson. Two snaps is not contributing to the defense, okay? Right and he was only
1: on the field because Neiman was hurt. Right. Exactly. So at this, the end of the this day, this unit needs speed and Gay is going to help that. Yeah. But I I do think that they're going to be addressing the linebacker unit next year because they know they're going to need more speed, especially if they expect Bolton to be a contributor. And I think he can't contribute him in a linebacker. It's a different position, it's different responsibilities than what it has right now. And yes, they could still You know, people can still attack him and whatnot. But if you have a speed guy like Willie Gay on one side and you have another speed guy on the other, it becomes a lot harder to attack Bolton in the middle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then we get into that dilemma of how much do they play the base. It's going to be challenging. Right now, I I think Bolton is, is, you know, struggling, of course. Honestly, all the linebackers are playing poorly. They're three of the lowest Mm -hmm. grades on here. Um, Not much of an impact, especially – don't go look at the game while touchdown again because you'll be throwing things at Anthony Hitchens. but that again is yeah, part of the scheme. that. <clears throat> that again is part of the scheme. And we're gonna to have to play it along. You're gonna hear more about this tomorrow, I'm sure, from Matt as we get another update. And then the week rolls on, folks. You're gonna hear from a lot of great voices, maybe something special on Friday, obviously the crossover later in the week. And then I will be back next week. I'm looking forward to this game. I'm pretty excited about it. Just since I'm not going to be here later in the week, I'm going to tell you that I think the Chiefs pulled this off, but I think it's 31-30.
1: That's not going to be fun for a Sunday night game. but
0: uh, It'd be great for ratings, though.
1: Yeah, it'll be great for ratings, but uh, I'm not looking forward to having my heart pounding for the last – or for four hours, but we'll see. Fair enough.
0: Well, folks, please – Enjoy your vacation. I definitely will. Folks, you make sure you get back here tomorrow. And if you would like sub and hit the bell over on YouTube. And if you would hit us in the YouTube uh, comments, all that works just as good as the iTunes reviews. We like those as well, especially if they have like five of those little stars on them. So enjoy your week. Get ready for those bills. We'll see what happens after that. Thank you for listening to us today and we'll talk to you tomorrow.